Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. God is great. Indeed, God is great. Hallelujah. The scene before me this morning, I titled it, uh, Say Among the Nations. Say Among the Nations. God has done so much in our lives that we don't need to sit down and just be looking. We must be released to go for Him. Amen? Amen. We must be released to go and tell the nation, see what the Lord has done. Like I said, think about your life from when you are conceived in your mother's womb. Think about your growing up. Think about how God took you through your wilderness experience or experiences and think about where you are today. We'll just see that. We don't need to sit down. But we must go and tell the nations. What are the things that we need to go to tell the nations? In that Psalm 96, verse 10, that is where I take this thing from. What are the things that we need to go to tell the nations? Go tell the nation that the Lord reigns. Amen. Amen. Go tell the nations that the Lord reigns. Paradventure, I said, what am I to tell the nations? What is it that I have to tell the nations? Sometimes we are so ungrateful and we cannot go as the Lord is instructing us to go. I pray this morning after this message... We all go and tell the nations. And hence are scriptures in that book of Acts chapter 1 verse 8. He says, you will receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you to go to tell the nations. Holy Ghost must come upon you. Amen. But adventure, you are still waiting for the Holy Ghost. You have it now. You have it now. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, you have the Holy Ghost now. Amen. Because you are in the church. It is the Holy Ghost that has moved you to come to this place this morning. It is the Holy Ghost that has woken you up. Get ready, go to church. It is the Holy Ghost that has placed in your heart to have the desire of the Lord. He said, but you will receive power. You have the power already. Amen. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses. First in Jerusalem. As the Holy Ghost has come upon you now, maybe you have, you, have, you have not noticed it before. He said you must witness first in your Jerusalem. That is, you must start to tell your family about the Lord. About the sovereignty of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Begin to, to, to declare his, his Lordship upon your home. And he said in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. We are going to the ends of the earth. And we must go to tell. What are we to tell the nations? He said, now go. Tell the nations. The world is firmly established. In that Psalm 96 verse 10. The world is firmly established. And it cannot be moved. Go and talk about the sovereignty of the Lord. If it has not been the Lord that has been on our side, what shall we say this morning? 
Go tell about his reign. Tell him that that child that was born is still coming to reign. Amen. He said, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. He said, the government will be upon his shoulder. That child that was born, that has now become a son, that has now died for you and for me, that has brought forth a salvation, we must go and tell about him. That is coming soon. He's not only coming as that son anymore. He's not only coming as the son that we have to be celebrated, but he's coming to judge the world. Amen. He said he will judge the, the people with equity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that takes me to Psalm 93. You know we've been reading the Psalms. Amen. Amen. What are we going to tell the Lord? Tell, uh, tell, tell about the Lord. Tell about his unchanging nature. Heaven and earth may pass away, but his kingdom will live forever. God's unchanging nature. Go and talk about his nature. Talk about his creation. And each time we talk about his creation, it reminds us of his power. When we talk about his creation, that's, you know, you are not just going there, come to my church, that's not what you are talking about. You are not just going there, telling that Jesus is coming soon, that's not what you are, not what you are talking about. Remind them again. That this world will not be if God has not created it. That we shouldn't have been in this world if God has not created us. He created us for a purpose. That's what you are going to tell the world. And that Psalm 93 repeats this again. What are we to go and tell the nation? Tell about the sovereignty of the Lord. The Lord reigns. What are we to tell the people when we go out there? Not come to my church. We preach the good sermon. We preach the great sermon. Tell them about the existence of the Lord. We have a lot out there that doesn't believe in God. But tell them that God reigns. If you don't know how to, how to get just, you don't need to quote the, tell them, I'll go to Psalm 93, no. But you know Psalm 93. Off mind already. Amen. Tell them that the Lord reigns. That is robed in majesty. He needs to be reverenced. He needs to be feared. Amen. God is robed in majesty. When you go to uh, uh, kings of this earth, we reverence them, isn't it? We worship them, isn't it? Tell them that we don't need to chew God like a twin stick. Tell them that about the sovereign that he raised is a king of all the earth. His dominion is forever. God is on the throne. Tell them about God that is on the throne. The one that is keeping us alive. Tell them about the God that preserves our lives. Tell them about the God that wakes you to sleep when night comes and wakes you up in the morning. Tell them the God that gives lives. And it needs to be feared. Amen. When we talk about His sovereignty... We want to tell the people that God is robed in majesty and armed with strength. He can do and undo. Hallelujah. God is armed with strength. He's all powerful. He has great power. And we also are partaker of this power. Amen. He said, indeed, the world is established firm and secured. 
<laughs> in the midst of all this that is buying and selling, go and tell them uh, that even with all these things that is happening around us, because I said, if God is God, how, why am I going through this? Why is the world upside down? But with God, the world is not upside down. He said you should go and tell them the world is established, firm and secured. We must tell them, because these are the questions that come to face us. Why is my wife doing this to me if God is God? Why is my husband like this? I've been praying for my husband, he's not coming. If God is God, why is it happening to me? Why is it me? Why are my children like this? No, 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 no. He has established the world. All the things that we are coming, going through, coming across the world, and all the things that are happening, God has established the world. And it, says, and it has been established long ago. Even then, from the beginning of creation. His divine power. He created. He said, let there be light. And since he has said it, and put light in place, light has always been in place. The world is firm and secure. Ah, why is it that I'm being boggled? If it's secure, where is the security? I have a lamb in my home. Where is the security? Repeat again. Indeed, the world is established. God has established His world. It's not the alarm that you put in your home that is going to make you secure. The world is established, firm and secured. What are we to tell them? Tell them about His throne also that has been established long ago. He is not coming there now to reign. He's been reigning. Tell about His sovereignty. That's what I'm talking about. God has been reigning since the world has been established. Amen. And his throne is, has been established long ago. That's why he's calling us to come and sit with him in the heavenly places. Far above all these problems. Far above principalities. Far above everything that you might have been going through. Once we sit there, we are on that throne. What a privilege to reign with the Lord. What are we to tell them about his sovereignty? We have never heard that somebody created something. God is the first that created things. What are we to talk about his sovereignty? He said, tell them that the seas have lifted up. Lord, tell them, remind them of his creation. Remind people of his great power. It is only through the power of God that the seas can be lifted up. Tell them about the experiences we read in the scripture. The seas were lifted up. Moses was able to walk through dry ground with the people. Hallelujah. The seas have been lifted, lifted up. The, the, the seas have lifted up their voice. That's also show you that creation can listen to hear. Amen. The seas have lifted up their pounding waves. Tell them about the creation. And what did he say about the seas? He said, about, about this uh, God that is sovereign. He says, mightier than the mighty thunder of the great waters. Mightier than the breakers of the seas. The Lord on high is mighty. Tell him about his strength from that verse 1. 
Tell him, he said, he's robed in majesty and armed with strength. And in this verse, he's talking about the, the, the might of God. It's mighty. Amen. He's a mighty God. If you can allow the mighty God to rule your life this morning, if you can give space for this mighty God that we are talking about this morning, guess what? You will go straight for the Lord. What are you to tell the people as well? And we start from your Jerusalem. And you can see in this church, and as the Lord is taking us through as parents, as older ones that are to teach the younger ones, He said, tell them about this God we are talking about. In His sovereignty, in His rule, He doesn't, he, he, he doesn't want anything that is dirty around Him. He says, your status, Lord, stand firm, Holiness adorn your house for endless days. The Bible made us understand that the body is the, our body is the temple of the living God. This house is the temple of the living God as well. Holiness must adorn His temple. In the book of First Peter, chapter one, verse fifteen, He said, "He that has called us is holy, and hence we must be holy. We must remind the people at all times, remind ourselves, ourselves as individuals at all times, that holiness adorns the powers of the Lord." You cannot continue to live a bad life. What are we to tell the people? I'm not talking of evangelism alone. There's evangelism. But you that is going for the Lord, you must know about His sovereignty. You must declare His sovereignty. You must be able to tell the people that God doesn't allow dirty habits. God doesn't allow dirty habits. Uncleanliness cannot be for this Lord. You cannot be living a bad life and you say you want to go for the Lord. You cannot go. He said, tell them about his sovereignty. One of the things in his sovereignty is that his stature stands firm. What he said concerning himself always stands firm. He, he talks about holiness. The psalmist said, your word have I hidden in my heart that I will not sin against you. We cannot continue to sin and accept grace to abound. Holiness must adorn this house. Amen. We must be light to the world. Amen. In telling the people about, about his coming, that his coming, he's coming to judge the world. That's why he said in that book of Revelation, Behold, I'm coming soon. And my reward is with me. If you are the one that is living a careless life, you must make sure that you stop from your Jerusalem. Amen. Start from your Jerusalem. Start from your home. Start from yourself. You must be that number one Jerusalem. That want to shine forth as a light to the world. He said, your status, Lord, stand firm. Holiness adorn your house for endless days. Hallelujah. We must be holy because he that has called us is holy. Lift us 19, 1 to 2. And you can write the book of 1 Peter. Uh, chapter 1, verse 15. As well about this holiness. Isaiah experienced this great king, amen. That holiness that has established the world and secured the world from beginning. And he mentioned in the book of Isaiah chapter 6. He said, in the year that King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord. High and exalted, seated on a throne, 
we must see we must see his sovereignty at all costs. To see his sovereignty, to see him rule. Holiness must adorn his palace. I've heard it preached that every Uzziah must die. Amen. All that represent Uzziah must die in a life, careless lifestyle, must die. They must die. And the train of the, he said, as I was able to see God, we must be we must see God on His throne at all times. The sovereignty. He said we should go and tell the people that He reigns. God reigns. You must allow Him to reign in your life. If God reigns in your life, then you'll be able to adore Him. You'll be able to worship Him. You'll be able to do great and mighty things. Let, let me quickly go back to that Psalm 96. It's a wonderful Psalm that I love so much. Amen. So that when next you come across this psalm and you go through it again, you'll be able to, know, to, 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 to talk about him. He started from that uh, beginning of the psalm. He says, sing to the Lord a new song. When you adore his majesty, when you adore his holiness, because he reigned. He said, go tell the people that God reigns. Tell about his sovereignty. In telling about his sovereignty, you must sing to him, you must worship him. That's what I'm talking about this morning. Sing to the Lord a new song. You must be someone that has created atmosphere of worship around you all the time. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, praise his name. You must be someone that wants to praise the name of the Lord. He said, those who know my name will put their trust in me. In that book of Psalm 9 verse 10. When you know somebody's name, you'll be able to put your trust in them. You know someone as a lawyer, you want to put your trust in that lawyer because he'll fight your case very well. You know someone as a medical doctor, you want to put your trust in that person and in, also in God. Amen. He says, praise his name. To, when, you are, when we talk about his sovereignty, you must be able to know how to worship him. Proclaim his salvation day and night. You must worship him and tell about him. Day and night. Day and night. Ah, I don't have anybody to talk to in the night time. When you wake up in the morning, according to that psalmist, you call the Lord. In the night before you go to bed, you call the Lord. Those of you that have families, you must make sure that you do that on a regular basis. Because some that have not done that, they have had a little bit of... Sometimes you might think that your children have grown and that you think they can go by themselves. My heart goes for children, you know. Call them in the morning. Call them in the afternoon. You're Jerusalem first. You have friends that you can call in the night. Call them as well. Amen. Tell them about the sovereignty of the Lord. There are many people that are worried everywhere. Tell them that God is still God. He has established this earth. He's secured. He's secured. He sees all what is happening. But his time has not come. Amen. Like what happened to to him at at the marriage. In Canaan, when the people are so worried, he said, my time has not come. May we not be found wanting when his time comes. He said, proclaim his salvation day and night. Declare his glory among, his, among the nations. Talk about his sovereignty, his glory. His marvelous deeds among all the peoples. For these are part of his sovereignty. These are part of his reign. Amen. For great is the Lord. Tell the people that God is great. 
That's why I love that song. You are great. You are great. You are great and mighty God. You are great. Somebody has experienced the majesty, the sovereignty of God. And he sang that song. Today we are partaker of that song. We are blessed by that song. When you sing the song, he has a miracle worker. Great is the Lord. Tell the people that he's great. To that singer, that is a way that he can talk about him. To, 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 to all the people, that's the way we can understand. Using the gift of God, because you are under his sovereignty. Using the gift to declare his greatness. He said, you are great. Everything written about you is great. That is the way that that man can, could, could bring it out. A lot of us are sleeping on our gifts. Tell, tell the nation. By that, this man that wrote this song, he's telling the nation in, in his own way. What are the gifts, what are the grace of God upon your life that you need to tell the nation that the Lord reigns? You know, he talks about saying, you are holy one. Talk about his holiness. He, that's why he said, Walk upon the sea. Tell about the, 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 how he walked upon the sea. How he raised the dead. You didn't, you know, I don't want to say, no, I don't even believe that. No, 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 you have to believe it because the Bible says so. Amen. That's part of his sovereignty. He reigned in majesty. Mighty God. Talk about the mighty God. Because this said the Lord has been giving that psalm in the background. I have a good voice. May the Lord help me have good words. Amen. Just say amen with me. Because sometimes you can't coordinate, you can't sing with some people, you know. But I sing it in my own way. Amen. God understands. As long as I'm speaking from the heart. How do you want to say? The, the message this morning says, say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Repeat that. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Hallelujah. You need to say, you need to speak it out. You won't leave this place and say, ah, how was the service this morning? Maybe somebody wants to go to, how was the service this morning? Ah, ah the woman of God preached. <laughs> he preached, oh, about the God, oh. Not, no, no, that's what I'm not. We were told to say among the nation, the Lord reigns. No, sometimes you are still picking and say, hey, I forgot. No, no, no. no. Repeat again, say among the nations. The Lord reigns. Say among the nations. The Lord reigns. Say among the nations. The Lord reigns. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. What are we to say among the nations? Testify about him. That's what he said. Talking. Tell that the Lord is to be feared above all gods. There are people that say rotten things about God, and then you are sitting there. Like, hey, hey, hey. No, don't take it lightly. He says, He is to be feared. We must reverence Him. That's why, you know, I have to tell you about myself too. Sometimes I'm coming, the man of God is preaching on his line. I said, Come, you, don't, you can't even go to that front end. You have to sit at the back. You can't be late. And then I'm marching and coming here to see that. No way. God needs to be feared. It must start from the house. Amen. Amen. It needs to be feared above all gods. Psalm 96 verse 4. Verse 5 says, For all the gods of the nations are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Talk about His sovereignty. I don't know what to say. This Bible make it clear for us. Said right here. 
But the Lord made the heavens. We, are, we even don't know where heaven is. You don't know where the earth is. You're on earth, my dear. Anytime we're talking about heaven, we're all pointing up. Amen? May we be on top and rise fast. Amen. Declare His sovereignty. What is His sovereignty? Verse 6. Splendor and majesty are before Him. Strength and glory are in His sanctuary. So when you come to church, you must not go back the same. That's what we're talking about. The word of God that is coming to you this morning is strength, is power. He's going to move you to do great things. Don't just come to church because you have to be here. Don't just come to church because you are in the choir. Don't just come to church because you are going to usher. Don't just come to church because you are coming to even help us to, to warm the, uh, the, the chairs or the pews. Tell them. He has splendor. He has his majesty. And before him, strength and glory. And he's in sanctuary. Isaiah got this, even in the sanctuary. He saw the Lord. People that are going to tell the nation must see God. Amen. Amen. That's why I like the story of these women that came first in the morning to worship the Lord. As we have come this morning to worship him. We must see him in the sanctuary. If we don't see him, there is no way we can go out there. And how do we see him? In the sanctuary. By worship. Amen. By worship. By reverencing him. By fearing him. By receiving from him like you are receiving this morning from the altar. Then you can ascribe to the Lord. All you families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord because we know of his sovereignty. Then we begin to worship him. We begin to praise him. Ascribe him to him. The glory and strength. Before you leave every morning, you are not just rushing to church. Worship God for what He's about to do this morning. That is what is going to encourage the preaching. Amen. Worship God a week before, every day, on a regular basis. That's God, 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 the man of God is going to stand on to bring forth the fruits to us. Ascribe to the Lord, all you families of nations. One of the good things about saying about him is to worship him. Amen. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due to his name. Bring an offering and come into his court. Bring an offering. Hallelujah. Worship him with a substance. With everything that God has given to you. And come to the Lord. He said bring an offering and come in, in his courts. Anytime you come you must not come empty handed. Oh, thank God for this church. We, don't, we are not the church that take about 10 offerings at all times. But make sure that you prepare yourself. Amen. That's the, another way to say of the Lord that He reigns. That you are under His authority. That you are taking His word seriously. Because He said we should give. Amen. So do that on a regular basis. That's another way to talk about God. When you have privilege to give to people outside there, give. That's another way to testify about Him. And being the light. As he has called us light. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due to his name. Bring an offering and come into his court. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Travel before him all the earth. Before you cannot go to sea. Let's see what Isaiah did. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Let's see the strength and the glory. That Isaiah received in his sanctuary. Amen. Like we are here this morning. You are receiving strength. 
you are receiving power. You are receiving glory in his sanctuary. Then you can be commissioned to go. You don't need any ordination. You don't need any, uh, 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 starting any cock and bull church again, you know, to go for the Lord. All is here. Amen. If you have the calling from beginning, yes, you can do that from beginning. But you can't be in the church and then you are having a cock and bull revelation God is calling me to. All because of greed. God doesn't do that. But strength and glory were in the sanctuary of the Lord. Amen. As I receive this strength, but to receive this strength, to receive this power, to receive this glory, every Uzziah in our life must be dead. Holiness must adorn this sanctuary, our body, which is the temple of the Lord. He said in that year, Uzziah died. I saw the Lord. There's more to say about Uzziah. I'm not going there. The man of God is going to be telling us about the, the lifestyle of Uzziah. He was a king that ruled in his time, but with a lot of terrible uh, acti- uh, activities. Amen. He turned away from the Lord. But everything that will bring us back to the world must, must, must be removed. He said, I saw the Lord. May we see God this morning. High and lifted up. Seated on the throne. For us to go and say to the world, we must see God. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. See God. See God. See him high. Exalted. Seated on the throne. You must see his majesty. That's what I'm talking about. You must see his sovereignty. Because I said for us to go for the Lord, we must know him as the king of kings and the mighty God. And the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphs, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces. With two they covered their feet. And with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another. Holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. In that book of Psalm 93 said, Mightier than the mighty thunder is the God that we serve. At the sound of his voices, you must be able to hear God. Amen. Amen. You must be able to hear God. Hallelujah. How do we hear God? You must hear him as well through his word. Amen. And train yourself to hear him. As I'm speaking to you that you are hearing me. And the Lord will bring us there. Said that the sound of their voices, a doorpost and threshold shook, and the temple were filled with smoke. You must be able to have an experience when you come to church. You are not just singing from here, but you are singing from here. You are not just playing from your finger, but you are playing with grace, full of grace. You are not just sounding the guitar, you know, to see God. You are not just enjoying the melody of the song. But you must be deep into it. That's what I'm talking about. May we see God this morning. Amen. Immediately as I saw this, he started confessing his sin. He could see that this God we are talking about, <laughs> in his sovereignty, no field can come near him. Holiness adorned his palace. So he could see and Isaiah saw himself in the state that he was, sinning state. Maybe you are that this morning. You have been carried away by the world. But we all see you as the big evangelist. 
We all see you as the mighty prayer warrior. We are, when God is not revealing to us, but you are far away from God. But you are coming to represent yourself every Sunday just to mark the register. May that not be your portion in the name of Jesus. But Isaiah was able to see God. Then he was able to go and say among the nations, may we see God this morning. He said, what to me? Then he began to release himself, confess his sins. He said, I'm ruined. May we see God this morning. When we see God, <laughs> sometimes there are some habits in our lives that the man of God has been talking to us about. The habit must go when we see God. Every fieldness, we will start to be... He said, watch me with Esau. As I saw himself, sealed the rag before the Lord. He said he called and cried <laughs> when we see God in the temple. Before we go and say, everything must be wiped away. Say, for I'm a man of unclean lips. And I live among a people of unclean lips. Is that you this morning? Let's weigh ourselves according to this scripture. He saw himself. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. May we see him this morning. Then one of the seraphs flew to me with a live coal in his hands, which has taken, which he had taken with thongs from the altar. With it he touched my mouth and say, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away. Your sin atoned for. May that be us this morning. May our guilt be taken away. May our, leave, may, may our tongue be touched with our tongue this morning so that we can be able to be that Psalm 141, 1 to 3 person in the name of Jesus. Because before we can go for the Lord, let me see that Psalm 143, uh, 141, verse 1 to 3. Before we can go for the Lord, every fieldness, before we can go to say all these horrible things said, Oh Lord, I call you. Come quickly to me. Hear my voice when I call to you. May my prayers this morning, these are prayers this morning, be set before you like incense. May the lifting up of my hands be like the evening sacrifice. Then set a guard over my mouth, O oh Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips. As I saw himself, maybe he used to be a gossip. As I saw, him, saw himself, maybe he's the one that run people down. But he saw himself in the sanctuary. May you see yourself in the sanctuary this morning. Maybe he's the one that walked in the way of sinners. Sit in the seat of mockers. Maybe it's that one that the light, the light is not in the law of the Lord. Maybe it's that that doesn't meditate on the law of the Lord day and night. He saw himself. I've been lazy. I've not been able to feed myself with the word as I ought to. He saw himself. May you see yourself this morning. Then one of the servants flew to me, full of expectation. His mind was touched. His mouth was touched. He said, with it, he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away. And your sins are atoned for. The Bible says, if we uh, confess our sins, He's able and just to forgive us of all unrighteousness. But we must genuinely confess our sins. Look at what happened. He was able to go and say to the nation, Amen. Then I heard a voice. His ears were open to hear. Amen. 
when holiness adorns our homes, our body will be able to hear. Amen. So then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And I said, Here I am. Here I am. Send me. He said, Go and tell the people. Sin will always be a barrier for us to go and tell. We must live a life of holiness with a woman at the well, the Samaritan woman. Sin was a barrier. But when he met Jesus, you are meeting Jesus this morning, amen. amen. Sin was a barrier, I couldn't go and tell. But when he had an encounter with Jesus, what happened? He could realize himself. He could now see that he's under a kingdom. He saw, she saw the sovereignty of the Lord. Then she was able to go and tell. She was able to confess her sin. He says if we confess our sins, he's able and just. He's able and just to forgive us from all unrighteousness. Sin was a barrier. Hallelujah. But his lips were touched with fire. May the Holy Ghost fire touch your lips this morning. Say so you will receive power. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, comes upon me, then I will witness. That hot coal is upon us this morning. Amen. Amen. To take away our guilt. Amen. Amen. He heard the voice in that verse 8. Sin was a barrier. But the moment his lips, his mind, his whole body was touched, he said, go and tell these people. The book of Psalm 107 verse 2. He said, let the redeemed of the Lord. Isaiah was redeemed. Hallelujah. Isaiah was redeemed. Amen. Amen. So he was able to go. Who are, we are the redeemed of the Lord this morning. Wave to me. Wave to me. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. I am redeemed. Hallelujah. I am redeemed. Hallelujah. I am redeemed. Hallelujah. Then you can go for the Lord. It's not only a mountain. You want to believe that God is doing it right now. Amen. He's taking away every barrier. He's removing all these wolves, cutting wolves that have emptied into your ears, maybe mistakenly. Amen. Spiritual cutting wolves. He's taking them off now so that you can hear. Hallelujah. He said, go and tell the people. He was able to go and tell the people what the people need to hear. Sometimes the message is not very, um, uh, what, how do I put it, uh, melodious, amen. But they will hear. If the Lord sent us, they will hear. And in conclusion this morning, because there are lots I need to say, but let's just round up. God sent Noah. Noah was a righteous man, faithful in the household of faith. Hallelujah. As God sent Noah, he's sending us this morning to go to the nations. Tell them that I'm coming soon and my reward is with me. I'm not going to adorn any uncleanliness, even right from you, that is going to tell. The woman, uh, the man, because I won't be able to uh, reference it, uh, that was crippled for 35 years, 
at the um, uh, in the book of John, chapter five, I think. And he was there, crippled. What are the things that have crippled us this morning that will not make us to go for the Lord? He had an excuse and said, ah, no, there is no way. Each time that danger comes to start the water, because the water is being said right now, amen. amen. You must jump in, amen. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Yeah. Jump in. Jump in. Jump in. And you shall be made whole. There is a testimony about this paralyzed lame man. He said that. A lot of disabled people are there. Paradventure in this room. There are things that have disabled you. You must hear God this morning. And you must see him this morning. There is one testimony, if you can find it, put it on the wall there. On the board. This man doesn't know Jesus. He just experienced Jesus. There are several ways that we have experienced Jesus. Amen. Every time that this man was going to tell, he said the same man. <laughs> Hallelujah. To this man, God was the same man. He said, the same man said to me, go to the pool and wash. He made me whole. He made me whole. What is it that you want to tell about your life this morning? He made you whole. Tell about your salvation. There are several things that God has done in our lives that we need to go and tell. The nation, he made me whole. Hallelujah. That's all this man's testimony. The woman of Samaria as well. Just one word. Speak one word. But you need to make yourself conversant with the word of God. And then you can go and tell. In the book of Isaiah chapter 11, it talks about the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of understanding. We need the spirit of God to go and tell. And guess what he said in that book of uh, John chapter 4. When we have the Spirit, then we can see. Hallelujah. Scales can be removed from our eyes as we are hearing this morning. He says, see, the harvest is plenty. But the laborers are few. We should ask the God of harvest to send in more laborers to the field. You are the laborers this morning. You have the Spirit of wisdom. You have the spirit of knowledge and understanding. You have the spirit of counsel and of power. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. These are the tools you need. You have a resume. Hallelujah. For you to go for a job. Because you have an assignment this morning. The assignment is that you should go for the Lord. That assignment to me this morning is to go for the Lord. Today we are only going for the Lord for a selfish gain. For what we eat... And what do we wear? For the big cars, because somebody is driving a big car, you want to drive a big car, that's why because that's a big car. God is blessing him. We are only selfish today. But when the disciples were to go for the Lord, he said they should not take anything with them. He said they should go anyhow that receive them. They should just go in and the one that doesn't receive them, they should dust the dust from their foot and go to another place. God is sending you to go this morning. You have the spirit of wisdom. You have the resume. You have the certificate to go. Amen. You have the spirit of knowledge. You have understanding. You have the power of God. I've told you about his sovereignty. Because you are seated with him. He's giving us that privilege. He's giving us that opportunity to sit with him in the heavenly places. Either you like it or not. You are seated with him. Amen. 
I'm seated with him in the heavenly places. Far above all these things that entangled man in the world. May God use Esop to cleanse me this morning. And I know that that is your prayer too. Esop, wash me with Esop. That we can see clearly. Use that coal, that same coal, to touch my lips. That I will witness you. When that coal gets on your lips, everything goes down. You know, the lips, uh, our tongue goes straight down into us. It goes straight down and purge you from inside out. Then you can do His will this morning. I want us to have our head bowed and our eyes closed. As I call the man of God to speak the word of faith into our lives this morning. That will move us to go. That will move us to go. I want to go for the Lord. Sometimes we are shy to go for the Lord. Sometimes it's our sins that is a barrier. As I had a barrier. But he needs to go for the Lord. The man of God prophesied to our lives this morning. Because we all have to go for the Lord. Even the baby in the womb must go for the Lord. Amen. We have excuses. Some use different excuses. You know when God was calling some people in the, in, 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 in the, in the scriptures? Some of us, said, let me go my bury my dead first. Let me go and do this first. Let me go and do this first. But that is not allowed at this end time. The clock is ticking. We must go. It's not because we want to go that the church might be full. But let God direct us to the right people that will help do the work so that we can reach nations. In Jesus' name. I want you to speak to God one thing. Pray and tell God, empower me to fulfill my calling. God sent you to the world for a purpose. Tell the Lord, this is the month of covenant with Christ's faith tabernacle. Enable me to fulfill my calling this month. Father, we exalt and magnify your name. In Jesus' holy name we have prayed. If anybody carries sickness in their body, at this hour, I cause the root and seed of sickness to die. In the name of Jesus. The left eye that has been aching, I command healing into it. Somebody said, All right, a disease of degeneration in the iris. Lord, I ask that you stop it. Amen. Every part of the eye that have been degenerating, I command them to come back to good health. Amen. Holy Spirit of God. Every disease in the womb, acute pain on a regular basis in the womb, I command it to cease from this hour. Amen. The Bible says, There should be none that will say Zion am ill. For the Lord we forgive the sins of those who dwell therein. 
And because our sins have been forgiven, therefore, illness, I command it to be removed from your roots. By the stripes of Jesus, you are made whole. Father, we bless your holy name. Strength comes from you. So we receive strength in our intestine, in our inner person, inner being, in our organs within, liver, kidney, heart, lungs. We receive strength, O God, from you and declare all diseases within those organs healed. Thank you, Father, because it's done in Jesus' holy name. Before we be bringing the ministry to a close, I want to remind us that this is the month of our anniversary. I'm not sure whether you have the um, bulletin today. Do you? Have you received the bulletin? Okay, the bulletin at the back. Can you 